I was a little early, just so Ben knows. I feel like I was a little early on that. Literally doing what? Clapping. Oh. Literally, the context of the conversation we're having right now is what I was a little early at. He's going to put the on-context conversation in the, to start the podcast, so. Okay, well, whatever, uh, whatever you want, Jason Schultz. It's my show. Yeah, it is. Speaking of, go ahead and start it. No, I'm going to freaking start it. Been gone. What's up, Redhead Racing Radio? I'm your host, Andrew Curlin. With me today's guest, Jason Schultz. Hey, Jason Schultz, how you doing, man? I apologize for Andrew's language to all the kids out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good to be back. Thanks for holding the fort down. You missed um, the show last week. You are the worst co-host in the history of co-hosts. I was in California. What's um, that excuse? Well, the, I... I I don't know. Uh-huh, no excuse. Yeah. So Garrett was here. Yeah. Everyone loved Garrett. They want Garrett to replace you. Oh, yeah? Because Garrett really just didn't say anything and just let me talk, which is what the best product ultimately is. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, because a great podcast is one person talking at everyone, and it's not a conversation. It's when they like what the person's saying, you. Yeah, that's how it works. Did you okay. listen to it? Jason, you would make a great dictator. I know. Exactly. I've been telling yeah. people that. Did oh you boy. listen? Did you listen to the podcast last week? I listened to about the first five minutes, and then the app crashed out on me while I was driving, and I would have had to have texted and redone the whole typing. We have a long show name, Redhead Racing Radio. Yeah, we're My working God. on changing it. That's like ten seconds looking down at your phone on the freeway. So I just like I'm gonna shuffle music. So wow. I missed. I, I did hear the beginning of it. Um, but that's all I've heard. <laughs> so all the listeners know the trash we talked about you and you're completely unaware that your reputation yeah. has taken a major hit and you don't even realize it. That's right. That's right. I'm waiting I shared for the dominoes a, to fall. Do you remember the clip I shared with you about like a uh, snippet of the podcast that you missed? Yeah. What was it about? Um, I actually don't remember, but all I remember is that I wasn't going to like what you were saying. Something like that. Alcohol, drugs, swearing. Show got canceled while you're gone, but now we're. Oh, back. nice, nicely done, Jason. I leave you one week, and I gotta fix all this. Fix all the problems you dictators start. That's why. That's why it don't work. You haven't heard from NASCAR yet. Do I what? You haven't heard from NASCAR yet. What do you mean? Oh, okay. We're gonna move on from that then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to start off the show with something very important that happens this weekend at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. What happened? Well, I have been going that track since I was a kid. It was the second track I ever visited. Probably been there to the most races of any track in NASCAR. Love that place. Great track. So many cool things about that track, especially the ice cream stand in turn one. Would you agree or disagree? I have no opinion on it. But if there was an ice cream stand in turn one, would you be in favor of that? I mean... I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. I don't know if it's good. See, that's the it thing. Was great I don't know if you're cream. asking me that. I'll take your cream. word for it. So, uh, Rob Blount, who was at the track, tweeted, I How's just saw, doing? I just saw, actually, he wasn't at the track. Sounds like he was on social media. Ooh. I just saw an overhead shot in New Hampshire. I'm going to just read that again. I just saw from an overhead that New Hampshire got rid of the ice cream stand in turn one, and now I'm very upset. That's fucking bullshit. They got rid of the only good 
concession stand at the track. Literally the, the only good thing about the racetrack. Exactly. The ice cream stand. The lines were super <laughs> long, but you were you could see the track. So you could see the race going on, get your ice cream, go back up to your seat. Greatest experience in sports. You can get some ice cream and also watch some racing. Yeah, exactly. They got rid of it. What fucking dumbasses. It's yeah. the most important part of the fan experience there. Yep. Pissed. I agree. Yeah. Ice cream. And what is the on-track action compared to the ice cream stand. extra sprinkles you can get at the ice cream stand? They call them jimmies in New England. That's weird. Yeah, I don't call them that, but that's Good. what I've heard. Come on, man. Sprinkles. What? Jimmies? Right. So wait, what? Jimmy Johnson orders jimmies? Hey, what do you want, Jimmy? Just give me some jimmies. All right. That's want- too much. That's too much. I need to tell, on the topic of ice cream, I need to tell a story about New Hampshire. Maybe you haven't heard this before. Maybe I've told you before. The first ever race I went to as like a media member was at New Hampshire. It was in 2016 and was, you know, doing journalism, media, writing stuff, interviewing drivers, all that kind of stuff. And Saturday, Kyle Busch won the Xfinity Series race. And then on the way back out of New Hampshire, there's an ice cream stand like down the street or whatever. There's a trend here. I like ice cream. Not not apologizing, but it's just a fact. The ice cream stands down the street. I'm like, you know what? I don't really have any dinner. I'm just going to get ice cream on my way back to the hotel. I think I was, no, I was staying at my um, aunt and uncle's house. Um, and then I get pull up to his ice cream stand, get in line, and you won't believe who pulls up behind me. KB. Kyle Bush, Samantha Bush, and Brexton Bush. And at that time, I had known them pretty well, had talked to them a lot, the track, stuff like that. And so had stood in line with Kyle and Samantha Bush and talked to them after he won the Xfinity Series race that day and had a great old conversation and line for ice cream. What does Kyle Bush get? What kind of ice cream? I can't remember what I had for dinner yesterday. How am I supposed oh, to remember? I thought that? you were gonna say I can't tell you. I'll be like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I can't Kyle remember. Fan. Yep. But no, that's not true. <laughs> but we had a great conversation in the ice cream line. That's good. The end. I Some also, of the best conversations in my life have come waiting for ice cream. What about waiting for cookout? Some of the biggest meltdowns I've ever had in my life have come right <laughs> before ordering at cookout. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't uh, from the south. Sa- he ain't from the south, y'all. He doesn't get it. Yeah. No. 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 Like the cookout was good. It was just the execution of ordering. I've been like zero for two. You suck at it. Yeah. Actually, I'm one for three. Yeah. I could actually really. I'm hungry, and I could go for some like cookout quesadillas right now. That sounds really freaking good. All right, bet. No, I'm not gonna say that back. But yes. I taught. I told Mike Davis bet the other day, and he's like, well, "What?" Yeah. So like he should. It. All right, like he you're should. young. You should get it. He's old. He doesn't get it. Don't like, so people tell are saying bet. Like I'm. Oh, like what? On what? It's cool. My gambling. No. I put my chips in. Cards no. down on the table. Flop oh. them. Let's see what you got. All us Gen Zs know what that means. You're the weird Gen Z that doesn't understand it. Stupid is what it is. No. What did you do in yeah. California? Did you say hi uh, to the liberals? We we, uh, we kind of worked our way up the coast, starting in San Diego. Um, Made our way to L.A., although I left early, actually. My family came back on Sunday, and I left They kicked you Thursday. out? No, wow. I, Andrew's I left family early kicked to, uh, to go to my first normal concert since COVID um, started. Country Thunder in Wisconsin. Love that Saw one. Saw Hardy, Eric Church, um, and uh, it was a great time. Never heard of that Eric Church guy. Yeah. I This is... So, this is kind of a funny story I've been telling... Um, at the the all night, um, I was like word for word with him, right? Because I'm a big Eric Church fan, 
And uh, some people started noticing, like, I know the songs that they didn't. So they would start coming up to me like, hey, what song is this? What's it going to do next kind of thing? And I would tell them. So random, then they also started coming people? up. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Random people who also were indulging in some um, fun adult beverages. Um, Did, have you ever Which is that? an important detail of that. So um, they started coming up to me later and be like, where, where do you live? I'm like, Chicago. <laughs> Why? They're like, we're in, we're in Milwaukee. Why? I'm like, oh, okay. great. Okay. They're like, how old are you? I'm like, no. 19. Why, you idiots? You okay, hold on. So, <laughs> so then I said 19. They kind of go in their little corner and they're kind of talking. I'm like, what is going on? You're so the, you're gonna the, get the last song starts and Eric Church introduces a song. He's like, hey, listen, this is a special night. We don't always do this song, but we're going to do it tonight. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is a big moment. Sinners Like Me was the song. Mm-hmm. And that was one that people were like, he has not played that in a long time. This is a big deal. So I've got my phone out. I'm so excited. As soon as he starts strumming that guitar, all of a sudden, this bright camera light is in my face. And it's this drunk woman saying, meet my daughter, Morgan. I want to set you up with her. I'm like, no, I want to watch the show. Get this damn phone out of here. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's hilarious. And I had to, like, literally, like, shoo her away to, like, watch the show. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, you could not have picked a worse time for me to talk to your daughter who I don't want to talk to right now. Why don't you want to talk to her? Okay, I would rather watch the show than be on FaceTime with her daughter who doesn't want to talk either. Was she attractive? Everyone asked that question. You want to know what I saw on that FaceTime screen? What? It was probably 96% white wall and maybe a sliver of her forehead no way. or something. You're, yeah, like you she know, didn't even what? You, you FaceTime the same way you're meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was um, that was interesting for sure. So did you follow up with Morgan? No, no, no. But I did like as we walked out. I'm like, see you guys. Um, <laughs> you got well, along with a, those people really well. You must yeah, have similar hobbies. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was a little. That was a funny moment that we had. You Anyways, s- uh, you we saw, also had a race this weekend. I want to talk about that. You saw my brother in California too. Oh yeah, I saw I saw Jason Schultz doppelganger, and um, I wanted to take a picture of him, but like it feels weird. Like it would have been so obvious that I was taking a picture of him. So I I recruited my sister Kelly. I'm like, hey Uh, Kelly, listen, can you just like take a picture of me as if like I'm not expecting it, kind of thing, but really get him in the background. She's like, done, got it. So in this picture, I cropped it, but. You would see, I'm like looking, I'm like, what are you doing? But I'm like, really like, good, good. Get this picture of Jason Schultz. You put so much thought into this. Okay. All right. You see a doppelganger of me. You're not going to be like, throw the phone in his face and like take a photo. You want to sneak that. But it's just funny Come that on. you thought, like you noticed him. You're like, oh my God, I should take a picture of him and send to Jason. I mean, right? He kind of does look like you. No. I thought. Close enough. Let's get him on the podcast and ask. Did you get a, can we contact him? Do you know where he works? <laughs> and also, he was not happy because, like, my mom screwed up something but blamed it on them or, like, whatever. So That's how like, you do no, it. No, this is how it works. This is how the Marriott points work or whatever. So Who ended <laughs> up being right? taking that picture, too. Huh? Who ended up being right? They were. Oh, yeah. that's sad. 
Yeah. You always want to win those arguments. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. Like, they were right. Like, I'm not defending anybody here. Like, they were correct. Everything that they were saying was true. So, All right. I have a hot take. What? Did you pay attention to anything that happened in F1 this weekend? See no. there was a wreck? Uh, I heard people saying, oh, my gosh. That's it. You need to. This is just, like, generic motorsports stuff. This is, like, probably the biggest moment of the season so far. Lewis Hamilton basically wrecked max for Stappen on the second lap of the race as they're battling for the lead hmm. that's my opinion people are not going to agree with it my hot take is and i wanted to tweet this but i didn't tweet this because i would get tons of shit for it i think if you can't beat them wreck them so lewis just wrecked his competition instead of trying to beat him i said what i said i want to become a go. troll i want to become a lewis hamilton or f1 troll i think it'd be hilarious yeah well, here's the thing. Where would the world be if keyboard warriors like me didn't get people thinking? Yeah, that's a good point. You probably thought yeah. put a lot of thought into that. Yeah. Um. All right. I think that's it. All right, everybody. Um. The the. What do we want to start with with New Hampshire? Uh Let's not be boring. Let's have fun conversations about the race and not just blab on about good racing um well uh, all right so let's talk about Almirola because i I miss i got oh and and the rain part oh my god wait yeah um i don't think race cars should drive into a corner that is wet what do you think (laughs) about that i wish kyle bush said what he was thinking i wish kyle bush turned like dump the pace car if he spun the pace car out that would have been hilarious a highlight real moment for years to come and then went on national tv and mf nascar for making letting them race into the rain yeah you know here's the thing he's already gonna get in trouble for the pace car so why not just like go in yeah i would love that but here's the thing it was their fault that the track was wet and then he wrecked as a leader. So they cost him the day. How can they, pen- how can they penalize him after what for they speaking, did to him? Speaking out or just in general, rightfully being frustrated. Do you think they're going to penalize him at all for anything? Well, probably for the pace car stuff, but they fucking cost him the whole, his I whole know. race. I know. How can they penalize wanted, him after that? I wanted Kyle Busch to just like say what he was yeah. thinking, because that would have been that, that was the, I would that everyone had their eyes on Kyle Bush when that microphone was put in his yeah. face because you know you wanted to know what he thought. That is the only guy that you want to hear from right now in this whole situation. This has become Did my, you see he flipped off the flag stand? I did see that picture. That was yeah. This has yeah. become our thing on the podcast where we want drivers to speak their mind and actually say what they're thinking. But the problem is they're so afraid. They've been so conditioned by years of nascar harping on drivers saying what they want and years of um, corporate sponsorship influence and being afraid to talk about things and say what they're really thinking so that's why he didn't do in that moment however nascar was built on people speaking their mind and saying things like that so i tweeted about that and i said it's frustrating that drivers feel like they can't speak their minds about what's happening in nascar whether it's good or bad they feel like they need to keep to themselves and not really say what they're thinking because they're afraid of their repercussions and that's just 2021 everyone freaks out every little thing anyone says but that's what makes for intriguing content helps grow the sport and i got over 300 likes on that so i think people agree with me and i don't doubt you listen to dbc or this podcast last week but we brought up the point (laughs) that brett griffin on dbc mentioned that five or six years ago there was a drivers only meeting where NASCAR basically told the drivers, stop saying negative stuff about the sport. And Tony Stewart walked out of the meeting 
by himself before it was over because he was like i'm not listening to that like they're being dumb for saying that and trying to take away what makes the sport great so let drivers say what they're thinking it is so freaking like you're making them afraid and my other point i tweet this but all these younger drivers alex bowman william byron um kyle larson for i guess the name hendrick drivers but all christopher bell all the younger (laughs) drivers they are never gonna say what they're really thinking because they are completely conditioned against doing that no negative attention. What about Chase? Don't Bubba. Draw. I feel like they well, have Chase, potential. Yeah, Bubba I think does, but they're not like they don't feel empowered enough to speak up, I feel. Chase said one thing this week about Nashville, like we need to support Nashville Fairgrounds, whatever. But then he also said at Atlanta, I'm not gonna like they shouldn't ask my opinion about what the sport should do because I'm just gonna show up and race. Like you don't care. Yeah, come what, on. You don't Be care a leader. what the rules are. Yeah, exactly. Be a leader. But here's the I thing. Agree. All I these younger drivers answer. are not gonna speak up. There is gonna I be hate a problem. This problem of no one talking is gonna get worse, not better. I've asked I think I asked I don't remember who it was, maybe it was Ryan Newman, about playoff points one year at Phoenix. And his answer was very similar to what Chase gave in terms of just well, it's the rules I gave me, so, you know, everyone races by the same rules. I'm well, like, okay, but I don't yeah. care. What would you rather have? Why are you asking Ryan Newman about playoff points? Ask a driver. I don't remember. About, he like, was he was just kind of a guy who I remember was around, and I was ask, asking a bunch d- of people. Ask Denny. If you get to well, talk to Denny. Well, I asked Ryan Newman because he had, I think the year I did it, he actually had a decent playoff run but was bitten because of playoff points. Ask Denny about it. He hopefully would give you a good answer sometime this year. Yeah, if I can ever get to Well, Denny, here's the thing. But yeah, you should get to him. He's great. He's the best. Did you know that? I know he's the best. It's just he's a tough guy to get to. You should get to him. Yeah. Um, what do he say? Or, no, the fact that he hasn't won a race, so he has very little playoff points, but he's the championship regular season leader right now. So, like, he's going to be in a, it's going to be very influential to his title run. Also, I had yeah. a thought yesterday. We'll talk about more race stuff now, I guess. Almirola won. You saw the Fords up front. Yeah. Every year, the championship and champion seems to not be the guy that's dominating for most of the year. At least the last few haven't. Like, Chase Elliott winning last year, he was not the guy you would have picked, right, based on the no. season. And so, I have a feeling that the champion this year, again, is going to fall into that mold. It's going to be someone not Eric really Almirola. expected. No. That's stretching, <laughs> Andrew. That's stretching. I think it's going to be a Ford. Because everyone was saying New Hampshire is very comparable to Phoenix. You bring yeah. your what you think you're going to bring to Phoenix. You put all your cards out there. was up front. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously the Stuart yeah. Haas cars started looking good. Who's the best driver at Phoenix? Yeah, I mean, Kozlowski I feel like has always done well. Who's won the most races at Phoenix with any active driver? Is it Kyle Busch or Hamlin? No, Kevin Harvick, you idiots. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's I'm sorry. The- I forget. I forget about that Kevin Harvick era. I'm saying yeah. it right now on July 19th, 2021. I think Harvick Kevin Harvick's going to win the championship because he's going to be good enough in the playoffs to get to the championship race, and then he lights out at Phoenix, and he did very he did much better yesterday than he has all season. I think, and he hasn't had the best season, so he's just going to come alive at the end and happen to win the championship because that's how it works now. I am saying that. We'll play back the tapes. Ben will play back the tapes in November. We'll see if I'm right. Hmm. This is just a yeah. gut instinct right now. But what if we were at Miami? Man. Byron Anybody could win. Anybody could win. Yeah, I know. Anyways, yeah. Uh, hey, let's talk about the uh, the news this weekend. 
there's some shuffling around. Also, first, did you see that Bob Pockris asked Brad Keselowski what his favorite baseball yeah. team is? Yeah. That said, was so funny. What team should he have said? Yeah, well, I know. Say yeah, it. Yeah, that, that works great. Say it. Boston. I'm going to a game next week. Nice. In Boston. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, you're going home. Forgot about that. I'm actually going to your house. Oh, are they playing here, Cubs? And your backyard. Nice. Even better. Yeah. I thought that was funny. You could see Kislowski yeah. kind of like Creative. everybody knows yeah. kind of thing. I know. It's like just say at this point. He had a really good deep tweet that I thought was awesome. Did you remember? Yeah. It? Yeah. It um, was like. I'll read it, it. It's Yeah, go. Yeah. You're better than what I would botch it with. <laughs> um, He tweeted a U2 song, With or Without You, which I think is pretty mm. famous. And mm-hmm. then he responded to the tweet saying, to me, the song is about mental turmoil of leaving something you love in order to grow. That's deep. Mm-hmm. That's so deep to grow. Like the idea of growth. Love it. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, so Kislowski going to Roush. I, uh, uh, allegedly, right, of course. Um, and then that leaves Cindric to the two. And Harrison Burton to the 21, pushing Matt DiBenedetto out. I wanted to say this because we were saying this before the show. Matt DiBenedetto acting like the victim here when and saying like, oh, you know, I can't lie. I'm pissed off. Well, you knew about this. A year like ago. Someone, someone tweeted saying like, this was the deal. This was the deal that they extended the Benedetto for an extra year. That's this year. And that Cindric would take over in the 21 the following year. Obviously, this is before any of the Kislowski um, shaking up everything at Penske. But the Benedetto knew he was not going to come back. So I don't, I don't know why necessarily. It's, it's the part he's playing right now kind of... I don't necessarily want to say playing the victim, but playing the, victim. The, the colors he's showing right now isn't the best. You know, he's he's kind of acting like this was he was on the wrong end of yeah. the deal when he knew the deal. He's like they did, they didn't tell me until like the day before. I'm like, because they told you a yeah. year ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I thought you knew this was happening. And then yeah. on Sirius XM Radio today, Roger Penske said to it said his team made it clear to Ben that the last year it was giving him one more season than 21 in part to build his brand, and then they were moving on. And he said, said DiBenedetto built hopes he could stay higher, his, or DiBenedetto built up hopes that he could stay higher than he should have. Like, yeah. it was clear. Well, because here's the thing. His fans are also kind of delusional. Here's the thing. Whether Kislowski thing happens or not, Cindric would still be filling in that ride. Mm-hmm. And now, Cindric goes to the two car that means they still need to fill that ride in mm. right and and i honestly think harrison burton that's that's cool a mm. burton burton name added to that wood brothers history i'm excited to see what he does especially it's going to be really weird seeing him kind of in penske ford equipment kind of you yeah. know that's so what's not state? what you think of harrison burton but that's going to be really neat to watch what state are the wood brothers based in aren't they in north carolina no no it's south carolina no you don't know your NASCAR history. They're from Stewart, Virginia. That's where they're based in. Oh. Is that where their shop is? They, Penske is, they're a Penske car, but their base, like, all their, you know, team works in. Team as in not, like, crew members, but. Is their shop there? It technically, yes, but they don't build a car there. Okay. 
But that's that. You should know that. That's bad that you don't know that. Stuart ben, Virginia. Cut that out. I no, no, no. Wood Brothers. We're teaching. This is teach Andrew something about NASCAR Day or segment. We'll make it a segment. I'll teach you something every week. Um, this ruins the joke or the setup I was gonna put you in. Good. At the very least, I can because, ruin the joke. Um, the Burtons are you know f- famously from South Boston, Virginia, but Harrison's not. So. I was going to see if you would say Harrison's from Virginia, but you don't know your NASCAR history, so that cancels out everything. Bingo. Um, yeah, DeBendetto, his fans defending him, acting like he's the best driver ever because he finished second in one race in 2019 at Bristol. I bet maybe he's finished second in another race, but like that was the only time ever it was like, oh, he almost won that race. Like That is not good enough to keep you in the ride that you've had the last two years and not shown any results in. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love his personality. I want guys with personalities like that. He's a good that. dude. But, but yeah. I, it's just, it's just, he's not acting like I think he should. I agree. I predicted I on DBC agree. today that I don't think he'll have another cup ride. Freddie Kraft said he probably would, but I can't envision anywhere right now. Because he doesn't really have sponsorship. So, like, without sponsorship, what you going to do? Yeah. Maybe he'll go to the two. You're funny. Yeah. Uh, SRX finished their season. I just want to commend them on how awesome the SRX series is and how fun it is and how exciting it is and how much greater it is than other forms of racing. I tweeted another good tweet that said, um, the energy SRX has created around its race is extremely impressive. Would you agree? They built this new series and created all this energy around it. I know, and I kind of like that it's... I mean, they, they brand it in a way where you know this is fun you know you know this is going to be something where you're planning to be entertained it's almost like every race is more of an exhibition yeah than it is a a, a full season i know tony stewart won that championship but it's like i felt like every event was like an individual kind of thing they embrace the idea of exhibition fun entertainment short track too my point i made this weekend was NASCAR seems to avoid embracing that. They create rules that set it up for entertainment, but then they avoid like claiming that's what it is. But SRX is like, yeah, we throw a caution if the laps get too long. NASCAR does that, but it's called stages and it's for competition. It's like same concept. Um, but people were excited about SRX, the characters, the competition. It's fun. It's producing storylines. That's the thing. I'm like, I, we were trying to name storylines from NASCAR in the last like month that are like big, moment storylines and none really happened but srx every week had some storyline out of its racing this weekend was very new hampshire was great a lot of storylines from that race but like atlanta and road america was a cool event but like there was much storylines so i liked that srx had storylines it capitalized on a lot of areas i think our current frustrations with nascar to me about characters about fun competition about producing storylines and people being excited about it so Love it. And then the idea that it's just like a short season and then it's coming back next year. It's like a Netflix show. And you blend, yeah, you brand it like the summer fun. Yeah. Yeah. And um, building demand for a racing series. That's a concept. NASCAR is, I don't know how they could ever do that again, but this, like, I want more of SRX. At the end of NASCAR, like right now we got two week break from NASCAR. I'm like, thank God I need a break. I want demand built. That's why we have our 21 race schedule. Yep. I know. Yeah. All right. I think we, Anyways, hit, we yeah. covered a lot today. We did. We did. In an efficient amount of time, I want to say. And we weren't boring. 
No. Well, at least I wasn't. But you Well, know. usually I'm like, Andrew, stop talking so much. You're getting annoying and boring. But I didn't think that today, so congratulations. Good. Awesome. Right. Andrew's well, like, yeah, I've never knew that. Hey, great. All right. Um, Jason Schultz. Follow me on Twitter fo- at Hey Jason Schultz. I can do your job for you. Follow Andrew on Twitter at Andrew Curlin TV. That's right. Newly announced producer of the glorious, white-knuckled, God-fearing, spun out and half turned over racing stories podcast on dirty mo media you think our podcast name is long yeah (laughs) coming soon to all major podcasting platforms they should pay us for that plug yeah exactly each uh, each show every week is presented by no the stories on that and i know you've heard them too jason they're pretty pretty crazy crazy all right crazy man We'll talk right. to, oh, we're taking a bunch of weeks off. We'll come back. We're taking a summer vacation, and we'll mm. come back in after Watkins Glen Preach. with some good Sounds content. Sounds good to me. I want some All good right. content. Oh, you know it. Andrew will turn 20 before then, so happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Man, we really are taking some time off. Uh, maybe we'll do a video content series of doing 20 shots for your birthday, so we can put, look for that. Yeah. I didn't say shots of what? Could be water, Coke. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-one gun salute. You're not twenty-one yet. Twenty gun salute. Next year, everyone's going to Watkins Glen to celebrate your birthday with you, all the listeners. Yeah. Hey, I can hear my puppy barking upstairs. We just got a new dog today, so I'm uh, pissed off. He your old sounds dog. like he's awake right now, and so is my other dog. So they're getting along just good. I hope the dog keeps you up all night. Yep. Well. I will let you know. I'll give you a call if he does. So I'll keep you up when I do. Thank you. Yep, no worries. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Redhead Racing Radio. We'll see you later, a few weeks, whenever it is. Have a nice day. Goodbye now.